0: Hey everyone, a few Addy members have been wondering what's next with Addy. First of all, thank you so much for showing interest and in your open communication through Discord and other social channels. Love going through the comments and open dialogue there. As for what's next with Addy, well, co founders Mike Stevenson and Steve Jaguar were recently featured in a keynote presentation with RAIN, the Real Estate Investment Network, and we're gonna share that video with you today. During the presentation, they revealed a new members option. We wanna get your thoughts on that and everything else that they talked about in the video. So go ahead and fire your thoughts into the comments below. And if you're enjoying this video, give it a like. I'll see you on the other side.
1: We're really excited to take you all through the transformation that we believe is coming to real estate industry as a result of Gen Z. Before we get into the future of home ownership, who are we? Hi everyone, my name is Steve Jagger. I'm one of the co-founders of
0: Addy. At Addy, we believe that everyone should have the opportunity to become a homeowner through access to real estate investing at any amount, regardless of income, age, gender, or background. We are a membership-based model where for $25 a year,
1: any Canadian can invest in real estate. My name is Mike Stevenson, and I'm also a co-founder and the CEO of Addy. Steve and I have been business partners for 21 years. We built and exited several tech companies together, and each has been built around our core values. For each of our core values, we've attached some relevant feedback from our members. We get inspiring messages like these every day, Our first value is empathy. We have the ability to understand and share the feelings of another.
0: Next is win-win or no deal for everything that we do. It is a win-win situation
1: or no deal. Curiosity. We are curious and always on the hunt for improvement every day. And in every way we are better and better. We want to set the stage with these values up front before the presentation with the hope that everyone in this room would take a moment to reflect on how we can all be more empathetic towards each other as the industry evolves. Be curious on how we can change and think about how we can make this industry better and more equitable for the next generation and the generations to come. Let's get into it. With the pace of
0: change and breakthroughs accelerating, the future in which Gen Z will navigate adulthood for the next 50 plus years will be unlike anything that previous generations have experienced. From car and transportation evolution, to the aging population, to generational transition and artificial intelligence, to the internet of things, connected devices, consumer tech, workforce automation, and medical breakthroughs, to VR and AR, global challenges, the blockchain, and college transformation, Gen Z will eventually think that flying cars are super normal, custom-made organs are a part of aging, and space travel is not science fiction, but just takes financial planning. Gen Z is growing up surrounded by breakthroughs in everything. They are the first fully digital generation. Apple launched the first iPhone in 2007 when the oldest Gen Zers were just 10 years old. Younger Gen Z members don't remember when there wasn't an app for just about everything they needed or wanted. Consider this, technology has been around them their entire lives, allowing them to create a customized personal brand to be shared at all times. In their world, every physical aspect has a digital equivalent. For those that aren't familiar, Gen Z is categorized as individuals who are born between the years of 1995 and 2012.
1: Technology, dexterous rebels with a social cause. As Gen Z comes of age, they made a the name from themselves, questioning the legacy systems older generations have accepted as the norm. But Zoomers do more than cast shade at their predecessors. They demand better. If something is broken, they will push to fix it. Speaking of broken, the top 1% gained over $6.5 trillion in corporate equities and mutual fund wealth during the pandemic gen z's influence is causing seismic shifts across industries from luxury retail to transportation and now they are shifting their focus to industries that have locked them out like real estate gen z's purchasing power is expected to grow 400 to 33 trillion over the next decade and they aren't buying the way you think Buy now, pay later for platforms that allow customers to make purchases and installments are growing in popularity. Younger generations are hopping on the trend to save money, buy clothing and keep up with their peers instead of using traditional credit cards. The buy now, pay later trend has spawned companies with huge valuations like Affirm. In 2019, members of Generation Z accounted for 2.47 billion of the 7.7 billion inhabitants on earth, surpassing the millennial population of 2.43 billion. It's no wonder political and entertainment sectors are paying attention to what they like. In the USA, commercial real estate is solid and rebounding quickly to pre-pandemic levels. Meanwhile, commercial real estate in Canada is on track to post a record of nearly 50 billion in investments this year, but while Zoomers want to own a home like Millennials before them, the cost of entry is too high. The average price of a home in the USA soared by an unprecedented 24%. Here's how Gen Z is finding a way and revolutionizing real estate investing in the process.
0: Zoomers have watched
1: millennials struggle with a wage
0: gap that's made home buying in its traditional sense unattainable. Compared to baby boomers at the same age, millennials own eight times less American real estate and spend 39% more on a first home. Faced with the same challenges, Gen Z is redefining real estate as we know it. New and emerging technology allowed for many different industries to advance from one-to-one solutions to portfolio solutions. A perfect example is the advancement of traditional transportation methods to a whole portfolio of easy easy and accessible options, like car sharing, bike sharing, and even scooter sharing services. Other industries have similar examples, like Airbnb, WeWork, Instacart, Fiverr, TaskRabbit, and Lime. Today, it's possible to own a piece of commercial, some industrial, and some residential real estate. You don't need to be all in on one property. Instead of purchasing a home to live in, Gen Z is leveraging crowdfunding and the sharing economy to take ownership in homes, buildings, and even commercial properties for an amount that fits their budget. Simply put, they've realized being a homeowner doesn't mean they have to live where they've invested. In fact, there are advantages to not going all in on one property. In traditional homeownership, the process is stressful, drawn out, and brings heaps of responsibilities, including mortgage payments, property tax, and maintenance and insurance. By not living where they invest, Gen Z is realizing the benefits of a lucrative, long-term investment without giving up the freedoms they enjoy now, like tickets to an unforgettable concert, a a closet full of luxe yet sustainable fashion, dinners out, travel, and the latest gaming system. They get the capital appreciation while someone else deals with the landlord responsibilities. In addition to owning a piece of multiple properties, Imagine if a Gen Zer also had a cash back card that got her 2% back in real estate investments. Now let's take that one step further. What if she purchases from her merchant, for example, Starbucks, who's a tenant in a building that she's a part owner of, where she gets 3% back? An intertwined community ecosystem is created where everyone is supporting each other's financial well being. We are also moving quickly towards Web3. Also known as the decentralized web. This represents the latest generation of internet applications and services powered by distributed tech- ledger technology, the most common being blockchain. This will radically open up many industries like real estate. It addresses user trust, privacy, and transparency, all are paramount importance to Gen Z. Wow,
1: Web 3. Uh, realizing Real estate investing is no longer reserved for the wealthy elite zoomers are bringing the market out from behind locked doors into the community. The pandemic helped spark new interest in investing confined to their homes and concerned about the future. Young investors took to their devices to educate themselves and make their money work for them in the UK. One in six 18 to 23-year-olds invested for the first time during the pandemic, and more than half of them took their investment advice from social media. Instead of looking to legacy financial institutions for help, Zoomers are building online communities on Reddit and Discord and using their influence to educate their peers on what they learn on TikTok. These online communities allow
0: Gen Z to ask questions in a way that they're comfortable, lurk and engage on their own terms. Ever mindful of the power of tech to disrupt how things have traditionally been done, they are using the internet to democratize investing and bring their peers into the fold. Transparency is the priority and authority takes a backseat to the community. Here's a quote from Rose, a Finfluencer. If you turn on CNBC, it's all these older white guys and it's hard to relate to them because I don't look like them and a lot of my followers don't look like them. Being a woman, women trust me more because they'd rather learn from someone like me than a finance bro. Rose says she's made more than $2 million this year from a combination of YouTube ads and
1: sales of her own online finance courses. $2 million, that's great. Uh, Gen Z wants everything from their employers to their purchases to reflect their values. And real estate investments are no different. Instead of thinking how their purchases can benefit just themselves, they want more and demand their purchases to be a win-win and also benefit the world around them. We we saw this recently when a community of young investors teamed up to invest in a 105-unit rental in Mission British Columbia. Designed and built for the purpose of long-term rental housing, it will also include 11 affordable housing units. Consumption is being redefined as an act of activism, changing the world through purchase power. And that's a good thing. When people are shut out from an entire market, they get the message that the future they dreamed of is impossible. Feeling like you can never get ahead Takes a toll on your mental well being, but it can also create broader societal disillusionment. In fact, in the UK, nearly 80% of young Britons blame capitalism for the housing crisis. When you have no skin in the game, it's only rational not to be fully vested in following politics. I'll share with you an example. We held a meetup, a meetup when we were selling shares in our Trout Lake property. At the end of the meetup, one young woman who had decided to invest in it proceeded to tell us that she had better start voting now that she owns a piece of property. We've heard from people who have detached themselves from local politics, quit watching the news, even become despondent, no longer exercising their civic right to vote. But that's changing with Gen Z. Indeed, 66% believe communities are created by causes not by things like economic background or level of education. In fact, we are in talks with CMHC to discuss how we can leverage our platform to enable more people to invest in affordable housing projects and increase the democratic process and enable community to own a property in their neighborhood. Let's face it, the path to property ownership was due for a makeover. For too long, entire populations have been left out of real estate investment. But ready or not, thanks to the cultural shift demanded by Gen Z, that's changing. If we follow their lead, we can look toward a future where ownership is possible for anyone who feels compelled to invest in their community. But that's not all. If you think Gen Z is tricky, wait until Gen Alpha hits the market. These kids are expected to be the wealthiest, most highly educated and technologically connected group to date. Collectively, their spending power is huge. An estimated 2.5 million alphas are born globally every week. Generation Alpha is the first group who will be immersed in technology their entire lives. These kids are also referred to as the glass generation as their glass. Fronted devices will be the main medium of communication. Generation Alpha will grow up interacting with AI and robots, as well as humans. They will play with connected toys, which will respond to commands and demonstrate emotional intelligence. As they grow older and develop verbal skills, voice communication with devices will become common. How can you help? Add exists to level the playing field. When it comes to investing in real estate, and we see two ways for you accredited investors to get involved. One is helping us close bigger deals. Many of the deals we look at usually have minimum investment requirements that are higher than the current buying power of the Addy crowd. We partner with accredited investors to top up an issuance so that we can close on the deal versus turning down the opportunity. The second way is through increased returns. Increasing the amount of an issuance raises the estimated returns for all of us as the cost associated with putting together a deal together is generally a flat rate that can be spread amongst a larger group. As of today, live for Rain, I'm happy to announce Addy will be introducing another membership option, Uh, allowing a select group of accredited investors that want to be part of our mission. And we are calling it Addy Privilege. Now you can leverage your accredited privilege to empower everyone to be a homeowner. Visit addyinvestcom forward slash rain. Thanks for joining us.
2: This is uh, this is fascinating. I didn't want you guys to stop talking because there were so many takeaways in that. And uh, you know, I saw it in the chat there, but it is very, very interesting to see that cultural shift of values you know where we're. You guys were talking about causes, and then we look at the technology, the social media platforms that these kids have and that they use. Uh, it is really phenomenal. I, I, what I, what I, you know, one of my own takeaways of this uh, is that, you know being in the age group, I happen to be a boomer, but you know, whether you're somewhere before all of that, the point is, this is that we have to keep up with us as investors. We have to be paying attention to cause they will be our future clients as well. At some point as, as you know, as real estate investors, as rental housing providers.
3: Yeah. I, I absolutely love this conversation, Patrick. I'm just, I'm watching the chat closely here and Nancy and this, is this uh, Mike, Steve, I think this is like, This is your entire narrative, Nancy says. My son was listening, overhearing me, overhearing this in the background, and asked the question, "How can I invest? Like, is this only for accredited investors? Like, how do I get in?" (laughs) And I find, like, that's the point right there, like live in real time. That's the point. So I guess, Mike, uh, Steve, that's the first question: Is this only for accredited investors? Because you did speak about that. So maybe just cover that real quick, and then I got a lot of other questions asked. Yeah,
1: Um, sure. uh, You go ahead, Mike. All right, Uh, so we actually built Addy for the 99% of Canadians who are locked out. Uh, So in fact, uh, one thing that we're very proud of is absolute accessibility. And Addy, we know that's possible because anyone can invest as little as $1 for one share and have the same pro rata common shares as an accredited investor. And that's never been done before. And in fact, for the majority of our investors to force diversification, to really help them live modern portfolio theory, we cap their investments at $1,500. One thing that we're extremely proud of at Addy is our average investment from our average Canadians is around $400. And that's totally what we want to hit. But it's really easy to sign up. Get out your phone, hit our website, addyinvest.com, and you could be owning property in less than eight minutes.
3: There you go. That's awesome. That is so cool. Um, someone asked that there's a lot of questions around the average age of the Addy member. I mean, are you guys, are you guys open to discussing that in terms of do they skew younger or not necessarily because you are targeting the 99 percenters and, and it's not only the young people that can't get in there. There's a lot of people who can't get into real estate. So what what's the average there guys?
0: Yeah, it, uh, it depends on the property. So, you know, across the platform, we've very much focused on that Gen Z millennial um, cohort as far as, you know, finding and onboarding new members into the platform. But what we are finding is that when they join, they're also bringing along the generations above them. So the the average age on the platform, you know, anywhere from 35 to 40, again, depends on the property. We see a lot of local ownership around each of our properties when we launch it. And so depending on where that city is and the demographics of that city can sometimes dictate if, uh, you know, how the, the average age adjusts per property, but that's, that's kind of where it is around 35, 40.
3: Okay. Wonderful. That's great. Um, you know, I think, um, yeah. there's a question here about, I just want to get to it. Um, this is a good one. I think, it's, I think we should talk about this. What's the difference between Addy and purchasing a REIT? Yeah, it's a great question. That's a good question. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a really
1: good question. So the reason why we're called Addy, because Addy is short for address, or better yet, we like to think of it additional addresses. So I think with a REIT, uh, it, it's a great real estate investment, and it should be part of your portfolio you're invested in hundreds if not thousands of properties and that's great for diversification but what you lose is meaningful ownership of properties you could touch and what we've done at addy for the first time is many of our tenants in our rental residential apartments from downtown vancouver to north end to the gt area are now for the first time owners in the buildings they rent in and better yet what we notice is with our starbucks brand new drive-through in chilliwack the employees of the Starbucks invested in the building their employers rent in. And that's what we're really focused on these hyper local ecosystems of support. It really changes your narrative of how you see yourself in society. When you can own a piece of a building in your neighborhood, a piece of a building you work in a piece of the building you rent. So most of our members, we already know, uh, they say they won't buy any properties they can't drive to. And that's for them, like me I mean, driving from Vancouver to Calgary, but that's the main difference of the REIT is that you get to participate in a meaningful way in ownership society in a neighborhood you want to own in.
3: See, And I think that this is, the, this is what I was alluding to for everyone who heard my, my uh, early rant about these two gentlemen right here, like that thought process right there, what Mike just went through is very different than the conversation the average real estate investor is having and very different than the average Tenant is having, but this is what's coming. I mean, you're getting a glimpse, folks, of, of, of you know, these guys are at the bleeding edge of it, uh, but they're not there. And I love what you said, Mike, you know, they're, A, they're not there by accident, but also B, the, your user base, your young people are actually dragging down and, and bringing in the older population into the platform. When was the last time this happened, folks? I'm speaking to the audience. When was the last time this happened? I'll tell you, you'll remember. A lot of people said, oh, that Facebook thing, that's for young people. Remember remember mm-hmm. when, when Facebook was for young people and then Snapchat was only young people. And, and they, all those young people all went up and b- dragged their generations into it. That's what's happening here. And, and I find that really, really fascinating. Um, I see another question, Patrick, and I think Ali asked it. And it's a great question because it was actually one of my first questions, which is, how did developers get their projects on Addy? I mean, this sounds like kind of, this is very interesting to me. So speak to that.
0: Yeah, so I can, uh, I can answer that one for you. So we have, um, if you go on the website, you can see a little bit of uh, more information on how we deal with our general partners. But essentially, general partners either come our way or we've come across them. But once we have a general partner who's reached out and is interested in, in, you know, what we do and and the way that we can bring diversified capital to their project, we go through a bit of a due diligence process and and kind of, which is why we talked about our core values at the beginning. The first thing we do with general partners is to try and understand what are their core values? Are we aligned? Um, You know, how do they operate their business? What is their track record? Who are they? What do they do? And if they get through that process, then our due diligence team will look at the property itself. And so we've got opportunities across the country in, in most major cities, some in very small towns, and um, all, all going through our, our quite rigorous due diligence process. And then we will bring on those properties once they, once they pass through that and enable our community to be able to participate in them. Um, so, yeah, there's, if, if you do have an opportunity you'd like us to, to look at, you can see the details on the website. If you just go to the there's a General Partners page there, linked, linked at the bottom.
3: See, and this is what I this is what I find fascinating, Patrick, because you're, you know I, I find Addy as uh, and and Mike and Steve have really done an incredible job of positioning the company to you know we're talking about helping people who have a, typically couldn't get into real estate get into real estate. We're talking about helping developers. We're talking about helping uh, people you know get into a market they normally couldn't get into, and you're really like in this incredible sweet spot, and you're doing it with this with this um, with this. You know your thoughts on where the economy is going and where this is all heading i just find it absolutely fascinating and and i like what um who, who asked this question khadija says uh as a grandfather could i invest for my granddaughter mm. that's interesting
0: um we get that question a lot so right now you have to be the age of majority to sign up for an account on the platform um but um, like I do it personally. I've got uh, two small children, so I invest through my account, but I'll do separate transactions so that I can show, show the screen and show them that I've, you know, I made a $50 investment for them and I can identify it as an individual transaction. But for now, that's, uh, you, you do have to be the age of majority to invest through the platform in the province that you're a resident of.
2: You know what I? You know one of the things that I really like about all of this is that number one, Addy's platform. You know, I mean, you guys are very, very innovative. You're very targeted in your market and understanding of your market. But I think there's something here that, you know, as as parents, many of you will have said, you know, our kids just never get the education in school. They don't know about money. This opens up a a conversation for parents to have with their kids about investing, about real estate, about managing money, and to actually open a door to say, I can invest in real estate. I mean, talk about engaging your kids in a different conversation conversation. Then uh, you can't do it. You don't have a big enough down payment. Like to me, as investors, as the rain community, of course, we're about research, we're about education, and all of the things that we try and support people in doing. But this opens up a whole new conversation for parents to have with their kids, and I think it's absolutely powerful in that from that concept. totally. Totally, we, we
0: we do have a. There is one example, like Mike mentioned, that we we have a Chilliwack. Um, commercial property that has Starbucks Canada is the tenant with this drive through. We do have, we get members that are driving out to that Starbucks specifically, driving past other Starbuckses to go through that drive through. There's one <laughs> member sorry. I can think of specifically who sent us um, a selfie from the drive through with her son. And she was just so proud explaining to her son that she owns a part of the building and that they're going to buy the coffee and hot chocolate. And that money goes as revenue to Starbucks. Starbucks then pays the rent and then the distribution that she gets back kind of explaining to her child the kind of the circle of how this whole thing works. And it was really powerful for her, powerful enough for her to take this selfie and and email it to us so that we could kind of share in, in how she was feeling about that investment.
2: Yeah. I mean, you're really, you're engaging the kids. I just love that, that aspect of it. I mean, I like the whole concept of it. But you know that part of it for me is is being able to actually have your kids work into that type of a deal. Uh, it changes the game in terms of how you communicate. Uh, that mom is a perfect example of the, think of the conversation that she's having with our kids. And when we look at our future generation, these are the conversations that we want to be having. I know many of you have uh, been frustrated before about what the education our kids aren't getting, where does the opportunity live? So, you know, really thumbs up and, and hats off to you guys for that. That's amazing.
3: Classic, classic rain, classic rain members are now asking. Okay, tell us about the ROI. Like, what's
2: the average? Yeah. yeah, just no. tell me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
3: can you guys? Can you guys speak to that? You, you actually have several people in the chat that are members that uh, has said I've done a couple Addy investments. So, can you guys speak to that a little bit? I'm not sure if you can or can't.
1: For sure. I think one thing that we want to make clear is look at everything on the Addy platform mostly through the lens of your average Canadian who's investing $400. That kind of changes your perspective in terms of your horizon and what you're looking to get. And it's really about participating in an ownership society. So we have the four asset classes from core to value add to opportunistic. So it really depends for a core property in Vancouver could be as low as a three cap, right? To a development in St. Catharines could be as high as a 20% 20 IRR. It really depends what we do want to really focus on is given enough broad product opportunity. So you could have that diversification. So we're not into having everyone or anyone Yolo, like GameStop into one single asset that we have on our platform. It's really about collecting and getting into more of them to really force that diversification and being able to, to run and to wither the storms, the highs and lows of each market. Does that answer the question? There, there is okay. no target. It's really about finding core values aligned.
3: But this uh, isn't, and, and, and Mike, to go one step further, because RAIN members understand, like this isn't, you're not investing in an LP where you're, you're being spread across multiple properties. You're actually investing in that property, right guys? Correct.
1: Yeah. So there's uh, individual corporations set up for every property. So there's no cross liability. When you buy shares in an issuance, you own, a pro rata part of that building or that business park.
2: Yeah, wonderful. There is a good question here, not a surprising question, which is an exit strategy. So, so uh, somebody has to exit, you know, that 400 bucks the 20 year old put in, I got to get my $400, uh, What is there an exit strategy there?
0: Each, uh, each property that comes on the platform, you can see, and you can do it now, if you click on investments on the website, you can see all the past properties, our, our 16th just sold out yesterday. Um, you can see all the properties on there. Each one of them comes with the projected IRR, but it also comes with a projected timeline. And so there is no way for, um, an investor to exit the specific investment early. They are along for the ride of that projected timeline. Um, so the general partner can do what they do if they're building a building or, you know, running the rental building or doing whatever. Each opportunity is broken down and they can see the details of that, not only on those landing pages, but within the offering memorandum for each property. That's beautiful.
3: Um, speak about, maybe speak to the, cause I watched a couple of your YouTube videos and I got to say, I love how you guys do the distributions. I love how you guys do those. Like, you know, it's payday kind of thing. I think that's really cool. And someone's asking a question about distributions, So can you address that?
1: Yeah. So it depends on the property. Uh, we rebranded distributions to be very Addy like, and we call it owner's day. Uh, So what we've done at Addy is really focused on what does the distribution look like for that investor of $1. So there we took a lot of inspiration from Satoshi and we actually round down to the eighth decimal place because we believe if you distribution is less than a penny. There is no reason you could it. So there's examples of us doing the video. We have a business park in Calgary uh, and it's doing distributions on a quarterly basis. Uh, we click a button and it did a distribution to just under 2000 Canadians in seconds. And they all saw the money instantly appear in their Addy wallet. If their distribution was less than a penny, they saw it to the eighth decimal place. And if their distribution was more than a penny, uh, they're able to either roll that money into another investment or withdraw it back to their financial institution.
3: That's so cool. That's awesome. Um, You know, I think um, I I was, uh, it's so funny. I was watching Katie trying to answer a question. Katie is uh, with Addy. So you guys are seeing her in the chat and she was answering questions and I think she just lost control of the chat. It was like 200 200 messages, right? (laughs) Um, But, but um, Steve, Mike, maybe can you speak to this and I know where we're going because you know, the, the. the point of this conference is called the Great Real Estate Reset, and the reason is because you know there's real there's there's a mind shift happening here uh, for many different perspectives, and we've been talking about all these different perspectives for the last day and for the rest of today. You guys talked about when we first spoke about how certain companies are actually thinking about going through Addy just to give access to people, and then yeah, and I and I so I'd like you to speak about that because yesterday Chris Lancel talked about how we're heading into a world of access. And I just connected those two dots and thought, wow, that's brilliant. So maybe can you speak to that, Mike? Do you know where I'm going with this?
1: Yeah, actually, if I could share that one with Steve, uh, Steve has a couple of great examples.
3: Yeah, so the 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 best one I can
0: think of is the that Calgary Business Park that we mentioned earlier. The, the general partner came to us to involve Addy. So most general partners, when they raise money, they've usually got a whole stable of high net worth accredited investors that they can just go and, present their project to, and these people will cut, you know, $500,000 million check, whatever it is. And that's how the project gets funded. What I think is neat about what we're doing at Addy is we call ourselves differentiated capital in that we bring way more to the table than just a check, um, because we're bringing thousands of individual investors into a property. So we know we drive economic benefits to the, to the commercial tenants, but a really great example is that Calgary business park, the general partner was really mainly interested in having Addy involved because he was trying to find a way to enable his employees to be able to financially participate in the opportunities that they all work on day to day at their, at their jobs, right? They, they find the business park, they're doing all the work, they're managing the tenants. But then when it comes to making money or having those distributions, it goes to the owners of the, of, of the the general partner and the LP investors, the employees are technically not sharing in it. And so he'd even gone to the lengths of trying to figure out a legal structure where he could enable his employees to participate. He even gone so far as guaranteeing their returns. But the problem he had is the minimum investment he was able to provide them, just due to the costs of doing it, was too high for his average employee to participate. So when we got involved in that Calgary Business Park, there's, a, you know, a, a, I can't remember the exact number, um, just below a couple thousand investors in it, there's like 35 of them are his employees that chose to participate. And so it's uh, the mechanism of enabling Addie in is, like I said, is we're bigger than just us cutting the check. Is now we've we've incentivized and enabled those employees to participate in that specific property where they're the ones doing the work because they work for the general partner. So it's it, it, there's, there's all these really great benefits of being able to have Addy involved in in an opportunity. Another great example is we have an apartment building in North Vancouver. It's a 22-unit apartment building. When we put that onto the platform, some of the tenants in the building, which I, this is, I think is awesome some of the tenants in the building were able to invest in the building that their renters in. So now they're, you know, they've got their rental contract for their space of one of those 22 units. And on the other hand, they're also now part of the landlord capital stack where they own a slice of the property that they are also the tenant in, which really changes the game. And we think we're going to be able to prove that drives down property maintenance costs, property management costs, because the tenants now own a slice of the property and they can see how the distributions work and how, Damage to an elevator affects the distribution or having to repaint common walls or whatever it is, where everyone will have that ownership mindset to understand how a property actually operates. So it's more beneficial to have Addy involved than just some high net worth
1: individual cutting a, cutting a large check. I mean that's, and what Steve said is what we're seeing is for the first time, large developers, they're really taking a page out of the playbook at tech companies. They realize to keep the trades working and motivated and not going to the next job site for 50 cents or a dollar more, they need to vest them in, like has been going on in intellectual property companies for decades. It's called an employee share ownership program. We're able to give all developers instantaneous access to allow their trades, their contractors to be part owners in the development. We have a group with uh, hotels in Montreal coming up and all their trades are going to be involved. And you could we all know when you get to participate in ownership society, something changes because now you have skin in the game, you have pride. And that's what we're really excited about.
3: Yeah. You know, I, I think that's, you know, that, that description right there is exactly what kind of really lights me up about this thinking. Cause uh, cause it's so needed and you guys are really leading the charge. Um, we do have a bit of extra time. Keep putting questions in there, folks. I'm trying to keep up with the chat. It's pretty difficult, but, um, I, I, Mike and and Steve, if you guys are open to it, you know, this word ownership society, you've actually said it five, six, seven times here throughout your talk today. And I'm, I'm really fascinated by it. What, What does that mean to you guys? And maybe one of you want to speak to it. Maybe both of you want to speak to it, but I find that fascinating and, and really a fascinating, uh, term, if you will. Yeah,
1: I I think we knew uh, we were building a movement and less of a business. Sure, we are a business because that's how we're going to propagate our mission going forward. But right at the start, we had a real estate meetup in downtown Vancouver. And this lady came up to me, she was a little bit emotionally frantic. And she said, Mike, why are you having your real estate investment meetup in a non-age inclusive venue? And I was like, Non-age inclusive venue. I was trying to figure out. And I'm like, please tell me more. What do you mean? She went on to share she's a single mom. She lives in the suburb of Vancouver, the Fraser Valley. And her Friday night activity with her two children, especially with her 12-year-old son, it's watching Love It or Flip It on Home and Garden TV. They watch that show every Friday. And she and her family never thought in a million years to be able to participate in a real estate investment like they see on TV. When she learned about Addie, she invested her children's education savings money into our first property on Trout Lake in Vancouver. And the reason why she was mad is because her son couldn't come that night. He's such a real estate invest, investing enthusiast. And because it was in a bar, he wasn't able to get in because he had to be 19 in British Columbia. But what she said to me really touched me. She says, now she feels like she's heard and she matters. In fact, they drive the 90 minutes from the Valley into Vancouver on weekends to check out their house they walk the neighborhood. In fact, she's the one who's sending me updates on Ian Gillespie's at West Bank's new development, a commercial on Broadway. She's so enthusiastic and so excited about their property. And we've seen it. We have investors who live in condos asking, can they come and help break the line? And we're like, no, that's not what we're about. we got to leave the tenants alone. But, but, but I think what we're seeing is when we say participation in ownership society, they feel they are equally an owner as much as someone who owns more than
2: Wow. I I love the, uh, you know, the the concept to me is is fantastic. I love what you guys represent. You know, I, I see the cultural and we have to look into the future today. These are the conversations you guys are really clear on your values. I think that's very, very powerful. But you know, when you look at what you what Addy's, you know, when you look ten years with what Addy's about, and you know, you consider your mission and you consider what it is you're trying to achieve. What do you see Addy in ten years, and 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 your clients, and how you look into the future, given what's going on in the world today? Is that a hard question? Uh, yeah, I'm <laughs> not trying yeah. to catch you off guard. <laughs>
1: Yeah, when I share, at least for the next year, I think I couldn't believe today was possible two years ago and all we've been through. So uh, while we do have our three, five and 10 year uh, targets, oh, I yeah. think for the next year and why I'm coming to you from Palm Springs is we're really focused on expansion into the United States. Mm. We know Canadians want to be diversified, not just winning Canada in Canadian real estate, but in different real estate and different fiat currencies. So burning U.S a properties to Canadians in an easy manner that they could identify, maybe a hotel they want to stay in is going to be possible in 2022. Uh, and I think what we also want to focus on is really making it more accessible for our target demographic, which is Gen Z. So I'm actually also leading an iOS retreat here. We're very excited with our iOS app that's going to be dropping sometime in December. Mm-hmm. And that's really going to espouse financial literacy. By the way, it's November and it's financial literacy month. And every day Addy is dropping a financial literacy video, but more than that, what we really want to do is try to understand how to communicate with Gen Z in a manner they want to learn it. And that's your gameplay. Uh, So what we are doing is we're doing a lot of work currently on making a meta version of your portfolio. So what we thought right from the start is if you were going to invent a share certificate in 2021 for a mobile first Gen Z, would you create that stodgy paper share certificate that you put up on a wall? And the answer was hell no. (laughs)
2: Uh, So
1: what we're really excited about is we're gonna be releasing our portfolio, which is very akin to SimCity, where the more diversified you have residential, you have office, you have retail, you have industrial, you have logistics, the happier your citizens are. What we wanna teach through gameplay is how to have a diversified portfolio So your happiness score of your citizens walking around your Addy town universe world is happy. That's a that's a bit of a glimpse to where we're going in 2022. Fantastic! Uh, I'm really excited on what we're working on.
2: I'm, uh, but I'm also hearing all of this. You know, is uh, NFTs It's coming our way, and the kids are going to have NFTs, Addy NFT and tokens. I think it's going to be awesome. So the future is right here. I love it.
1: Maybe if we could. Steve, I don't know if you got a sec, but I, can you share a bit about our artist series and the murals we're putting on our buildings like the Lex in downtown Vancouver?
0: Yeah, so um, some of our properties, so we've done 16 properties so far. Some of the properties, I believe three of them now have huge murals on the building. Um, the Lex is a building downtown Vancouver on Granville Street. They, the, the Vancouver Mural Society, there's a, a really big, amazing open wall there that has an empty parking lot next door to it. And so it was, it was perfect for a massive mural. So they that just went up a few weeks ago, and we were able to celebrate with the Mural Society, and a whole bunch of our Addy members came down. Literally, they closed Gramble Street to to have this mural festival um, and celebrate that building. But we've got what we call the Artist Series, where three of our properties now have big, huge murals on the sides of them, and. Not only that, those, those murals are going to show up in what Mike was talking about in the digital representation of the building in your, you know, in your, your Addy app, in that little metaverse. Um, so people are going to be able to see the actual changes to the building. In this case, the, a mural on the side of it where people will see it then in the digital representation of it within their Addy account on their phone. Okay.
2: Well, this has been absolutely amazing. It so speaks into what this weekend has been about. You know, the future is here. You know, that the reality of is technology is changing the game, but you guys made something that such a big point around the cultural shifts that are coming in behind all of this. And I think it's so important for us as investors to recognize and to pay attention to these cultural shifts to pay attention to the technology that's evolving. It will be something that catches us off guard and we'll be in this world of reacting as uh, rental housing providers, as opposed to being proactive, getting in front of that wave and understanding that it's coming. It will set us apart in our investment portfolios, Addy aside. So, uh, you know, really, really, uh, so happy that you guys are here to share with us what that looks like.
3: And I'd like to issue a challenge actually to the entire rain community. You know, I'm, I'm inspired and I've been watching your financial literacy videos and I'm, I love how you guys are making it simple and and they're quick and they're easy and they're a minute and, and all that. So I'll issue this challenge to the rain community, which is let's contribute to this financial literacy month. You know, let's let's everyone do a video this month, one or two or three times this month and share some of your financial literacy. If you're here at this event, I promise you, your financial literacy is probably way higher than the average. And you do have something to say, you do have something to share. So it's not just up to Addy to share their knowledge on financial literacy. It's up to all of us. And you know, the rain community and rain does it a lot, but the community needs to do it too. So jump on social media, your platform of choice and put together a quick video and, teach someone something about financial literacy <laughs> and let's up level everyone's game. Well, Hashtag rain Canada in the process.
2: Yeah. And then we'll share it on our Facebook and our own. So and our range social media as well, let's get that information and those, uh, that, those lessons out there. I think it's a fantastic idea.
3: Love it folks. Uh, let's give a huge round of applause to Mike and Steve uh, and invest and Katie for supporting behind the, the scenes. Absolutely. Awesome. Great job. Put your comments in the chat for them. Um, and, uh, you guys have done an incredible job, gents, uh, so proud to have you guys on the stage and pumped for what's to come. We promised our audience that we would blow their minds with what's to come. And you guys definitely delivered on that. So you thank you so much. And folks, we know there's literally probably somewhere between four and 600 chat messages <laughs> that I, that I missed. That I missed. <laughs> so no doubt, there was some questions in there. I did not get the answer. Please get in touch with, uh, with these guys. Katie put the, the link on there. It's AddyInvest slash rain, right? Mike and Steve, I think?
0: Yes. com slash
3: rain. com slash rain and get in touch with them and ask all your questions and all your all your stuff. And uh, gents, thank you so much for coming. Really appreciate you. And uh, good luck with all your projects. Thanks for having us. Thanks guys. Awesome. Thank you.
0: Well, I hope you enjoyed the presentation. If you did, make sure you give it a like, subscribe to the channel and let us know in the comments if you'd like to see more videos and presentations like this. See you next time.